0: to the wives podcast that's with two v's because we are quirky and wives Uh uh-huh so uh we are your wives and today is episode two of our podcast uh we haven't um had much
1: time between the last one i mean it's been like a week Uh uh-huh but we have come on to a fun idea that we wanted to do for a while. So we just kind of decided to do another one.
0: Yeah, and it's going to be fun. It's going to uh-huh. be good. Um, b- but there's other th- things in other news. We'll get to the, the main body of the podcast here in a
1: moment. But mm-hmm. it is worth mentioning that our daughter, our little baby girl, has come home from the war. The war, yes. meaning when she fell out of a window and disappeared for a month. She was gone for a month. A, month. A whole month.
0: And now our little baby is, is enjoying some catnip she's, in her cat bed.
1: She's losing her whole ass mind. Well, she's laying half outside of the cat bed to just <laughs> eat the catnip off of it, but I think that still counts. Hell yeah. Get it, Cindy. Cindy. Get it. That's my girl, Cindy. It's <laughs>
0: yeah, just um there just. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, anyway, um, yeah, so I was wondering. Uh, we're sitting on a couch it's mm-hmm. a new
1: couch we're sitting on a new couch this couch was a hundred dollar christmas present from may's mom hi mom hi uh, mom I, you're definitely listening i don't yeah i doubt she's listening
0: but i d- hope not she she's get, she gets enough of our bullshit she doesn't yeah. need this on top i of don't it. think
1: she's like as soon as we leave dinner with her she goes you know what i need more, more of, of those, that more of those gays in their goddamn nonsense yeah for real um
0: Yeah, we we went and saw her last night, and um, we we had pork chops that were wrapped in bacon, and I just, it felt like a massacre.
1: Yeah, we were just, it was adding insult to injury with the meat. We're adding a different kind of meat, but of the same animal on top of it.
0: Right, and I've said this for a long time, that I should probably be vegan, but bitch how? Bitch how?
1: How are you going to be vegan in the face of, pork chops wrapped in bacon as if that's not something a king would eat in the 1800s
0: yeah well and like i know if i was a vegan i would probably become one of those like crazy vegans who's like you know really really angry all the time you know like i did when i became a gay absolutely just kidding um these are all jokes how can one become a vegan in the face of that that well sweet smell of
1: Death. I mean, oh, my God. Well, when you put it like that, but thousands of people do. And I'm like, I know. And I'm like,
0: yeah, 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 yeah. It's more of a congratulations. You yeah. fucking mastered your own te- your own tongue. You were able to. I have not yet
1: done that. You were able to um, weigh the ethical feeling you get every time you see a chicken nugget where you go. Oh,
0: yeah. Well, like when, well, over when, when... the
1: fact that that chicken nugget does taste pretty goddamn great. Yeah. 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 Something I mean, we haven't managed well, to do okay. yet.
0: Well, okay. Listen, like there's the Impossible Whopper. Yeah. That thing is really good. Of course it if is. If everything was that,
1: I'd be here for it. The problem is- I would be completely fine. The problem is I genuinely believe in most instances meat tastes better than non-meat things. <sighs> yeah. And non-meat things need to try very hard to taste as good. But I mean, it's
0: good, it's good Not, that we're
1: trying now. Yeah, exactly. Not like a, it needs to taste like meat necessarily, just that it needs to taste as good. Right, yeah, because like I don't know,
0: the brain can 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 really detect that little bit of disparity, yeah, and it ends up making you want meat more when you go. This tastes a little bit like plant-based protein, but Impossible Whoppers have done it. It's very They've managed good. It, yes, yeah. Impossible
1: Burgers have, and, have
0: nailed it. On, and veggie burgers are rather good, in and my opinion. Black bean di- burgers are good too, yeah, but, but it's they a are different. different, thing. different. Right. Um, so this was kind of a weird offshoot, but. Um, Remember, so we we went to the state fair this year Uh and uh, there were these little petting zoos and we were like petting zoos and we like ran into the petting zoo and on on the outside of the building, like it had.
1: Yeah. Okay. So we were outside of where they were keeping the pigs for this one. We were outside of where the pigs were being shown at the. Now, I really want to emphasize here. This was the petting zoo. This was for children. A fucking petting zoo. This was for babies.
0: A petting zoo. And on
1: the outside of that was like this giant banner sign that was like, hell yeah, pigs give us pork, they give us bacon, we we eat these things. Come in here and pet them before they get slaughtered. And it made us immediately ill. It made me so ill to be like do y'all y'all okay people I were th- taking pictures of
0: like pigs in a slaughterhouse like and then like and then, and then going photos, to yeah. like uh, murals and yeah. this shit
1: and then going to stick their fucking heads in a cutout thing where they look like a striped slice of bacon
0: oh my god and fucking it's so insensitive because the so pigs bad. are right there and the thing is like I okay know. the ethics of veganism whatever like people talk about that there's debate I don't know why, but there is. It's pretty fucked maybe up. Maybe it's fucked up to uh, say, uh, hey, kids, we're going to kill something here in a bit, but why don't you play with it first? You know what I mean? I don't yeah. know. It
1: just feels wrong. It's It's like a, maybe I'm an SJW. I'm happy to be an SJW when I say like, you know what? I get sustenance and I get the fact that you need to eat too and animals do it too. But, like, but why do you got to be like a supervillain about it? Yeah, I don't I don't get that. Like um, why do they have to make it as humiliating and as painful of their life as possible? Right. And I don't it's know like I guess you don't need to treat barn farm animals the way they're treated. And it it would be better if we didn't eat as much meat so that they weren't treated as awfully as they are. I
0: mean, the fucking meat industry is so bad in and of itself. Just inherently, it's it's it's, we don't need to be celebrating that on top of everything else. I I feel and I don't know. I mean, I feel like this is like such a base level talking point and people that are out there that are vegan are going to hear this and just roll their eyes and be like, uh, cis people but you know like vegan uh, you know what fucking i mean
1: omnivores complaining about the meat industry exactly it's like and we it's, know yeah we know we know we all know. the problems
0: but yeah i don't know it's just like it's one of those things where it is genuinely difficult to move to a no meat diet because of just how much the difference is yeah. and there are things that like are very hard about that and i've tried So many times, like five times now to be a vegan, and it just never ends up working out. I can't do it, and I don't know if I'm not strong-willed, but to add nuance, I agree. (laughs) It's bad. It's fucking terrible out there. I mean,
1: I I never got to the point where I tried being vegan, but there was a time for a couple days where I was like, let me try this vegetarian thing out. Let me try this out, see what my options are, and how can I go. Now, this was me... I didn't, obviously, not good at cooking, reliant on buying food from other places, but, uh, the options suck a lot of dick. Oh, God. It's oh, so God. awful.
0: Well, there was a time when I, I went, okay, well, if I can't survive this whole fucking, uh, n- n- vegan thing, I'm gonna just go gluten and dairy-free. Yeah. that, that seems kind of That's okay. That's pretty Gluten good is, food. gluten-free is good for, I mean, I am... I I am a recovering anorexic. So it's like yeah. <laughs> there's that whole thing too. You but have a
1: sen- you have a very sensitive tummy.
0: Oh my god, yes. And uh, but yeah, no, so I went like gluten and dairy free and let me tell you what, bitch, it is fucking impossible. Impossible to eat out. Because there just aren't a lot of options and the options that do exist are fucking horrible. Like for instance, one time I went to a pizza place and they had a gluten free pizza and I was like, Hell yeah, I can eat here. Yay. It, it was it was five dollars more than the regular little personal pizza. Of course. And then um fucking it was just a like a cracker with some sauce on it. And I was like, Why did I do this? Like, why am I here? Y'all gotta step it up more than that. Yeah. I don't know. So I know that it does depend on the place you eat, but like to have like a really intense diet, I think you kind of have to be a little bit less uh, impoverished and we cannot fucking afford anything either.
1: Like, I I mean, yeah, that's another thing where it's like, it is kind of special when you don't make, a comfortable amount of money, or like not even yeah. like you just don't make more than the bottom percentage of Americans do, which is most Americans at this point,
0: right? And I don't know why we're talking about social issues, but that's a pretty common problem where yeah. people, um
1: especially for people in like inner cities or like yeah. dense communities, it's like a food desert where the only thing that exists around you is fast food, yeah, and, and just like shit and meat and cheap things like that. Because
0: so you end up, and you know, we're in Texas, gonna, so yeah. like I don't know, how are you I, gonna
1: go vegan if? You live in like the Bronx, right? And there's I, I no guess the fucking gardens near you, or like grocery stores with cheap vegetables,
0: right? And and this is like a really, I guess, intense thing that we're that we're talking about. But like, fucking, it's hard out here for a bitch in in Texas. Ooh, Shit, bitch.
1: it's hard out here for a bitch.
0: Yeah, but um, I don't know how we got on this topic, but we are sitting on a couch.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Oh yeah, we were talking about we were with mom and we ate a. a an amount of pork
1: that made us feel guilty made us feel kind of bad about it yeah
0: and i didn't even have that much so that's how yeah. that's my guilt there i feel like a, a fucking like a catholic um, <laughs> uh yeah but no um so she gives us this couch for christmas oh you really liked that huh oh that's the kind of jokes that Azriel lives for right there
1: I am I am someone who is always here for a little bit of um sacrilegious talk. Okay, good. I am, well we'll probably I'm get into a hundred percent today on the always episode. here for it. It's always fun and cute.
0: Yeah. Um. So, but anyway, so uh, mom gets us this couch and she's like, "Yeah, it was a hundred bucks," and we were like, "Wow, it's so comfy for a hundred bucks! Damn!" And she's like, "Uh, and I know you needed one because our old couch was like half. The, it was like a fifty dollar couch that we that I had bought when I moved in and it was a piece of dog shit. Like it was literally just like a wood frame with some she- with some fucking upholstery on it. It's yeah. so bad. So as and soon it, like- as you
1: like sit on it, you like just sink into it so much that you're like kind of like hunched over and yeah. Just, like, and you're being stabbed
0: by multiple pieces of wood. It was yeah. so bad, and I was very happy to drag that thing out to the fucking trash last night. <laughs> But uh, anyway, so, so we get this couch, and, and she's like, it's 100 bucks And we were like, wow, that's amazing. And she's like, actually, I lied. It was $60. And we were like, that's a different number. Uh, and she's like, yeah, they were trying to get rid of this baby desk. For, and, and I just didn't know if I, it was supposed to be a package deal. Like, you buy the couch, you get the baby desk. It's $100. And she's like, but I didn't want a baby desk, so I told them to go fuck themselves. Like, here, Keep your fucking baby desk. And they were like, fine, it'll be sixty dollars. And she was like, What the fuck? That baby desk was forty dollars in your brain? Like, damn. (laughs) Anyway, so she got this cheap ass couch, she handed Uh, it to us, and then we carried it uh from another city with our hands.
1: Yeah, we walked the entire time and the entire time we come we talked to every person outside of a McDonald's drive-thru and we're like shame. Shame (laughs) How dare you. So so I know you're not getting the Southwest salad, Jerry. That's a McChicken. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, and like, so yeah, we we left mom's last night with a sixty dollar couch yeah. that is actually really comfy. It We're is. sitting on it now. And um, this is kind of our breaking it in, because this is the first time we've sat on it. It's really good. Kind of fun.
1: Yeah. It's really good. It's very good. Um, good back support.
0: And for a poor bitch like me, a couch,
1: and hell with, yeah. And a bitch with <laughs> chronic back pain? Oh. oh, yeah.
0: Well, that's a whole other goddamn rabbit hole. We'll, we'll talk um, about our
1: medical issues in the next episode.
0: <laughs> but yeah, we, we left mom's house with a... A new couch and a nuanced view on veganism. Hell yeah! <laughs> Just by sitting down and going,
1: this is two of the same animal. <laughs> it's this fucked is, two, up. This That's is fucking Jesus. This is
0: one animal wrapped in another animal, <laughs> and I don't know if I could deal with that. <laughs> so uh, I mean,
1: I already have a, a crisis of consciousness every time I eat meat because I look down and I go. That was a basically a person that had
0: a that had a an emotion. That thing was as smart
1: as a third grader, and oh I ate God. the fucking thing.
0: <laughs> Jesus, that Christ. thing could
1: that thing could do math and spell words. Does
0: is is guilt supposed <laughs> uh, to make you laugh like this? I think I don't it's know. is your
1: body either we cry about what we what what, what we we've have done or sin what, the sins that not only we do but everyone else does, and yeah. we're just like, ah, what if we made jokes about it? <laughs> Anyway, so to move on from
0: this topic, I hope people aren't, like, too upset. Um... <laughs>
1: hey, the brand of the podcast is Wife. This is what it would be like if you hung out with these wives right here. It yeah. would just be this.
0: That That is the point of the podcast, yeah. which I guess if people are still new to it, like, things are trying to get um, get a grip on. You know, it's like... This podcast is a document of me and my wife, Asriel, um, which we never even said our names. Uh, my name like... is May. Oh, at the start
1: of the episode. Yeah. My name is Azriel.
0: Yeah. Hello, Azriel. Hello, May. Anyway, we're wives, and yeah. um, we talk about bullshit. Um, a lot of people in the world will know me from my YouTube channel, which is Nick's Fears, where I talk about horror stuff, uh, horror movies, horror books, horror things that have happened uh you, and as you listen to me clumsily talk about veganism you know that that channel is going to be great um but but anyway i run in a lot of horror circles um mm-hmm. or at least i used to um i know a lot of those people and i have um kind of been around for a long time so i watched a lot of stuff emerge and like i remember when S- uh, scps were like the the thing um and I remember when creepypasta was like the thing and I remember, so I I go back uh, with it and so because of that Azriel is a fan of those sorts of things mm-hmm. and because it's just been in my spheres for so long we have long-winded, diverse opinions about different things Oh, we
1: have opinions about everything
0: <laughs> um, Yeah, it's great, isn't it? Uh-huh. Um, unlimited podcast potential Exactly, so many opinions, so little time so, today, we want to talk about cryptids. cryptids. Um, why are we talking about cryptids, Asriel? Um, Well,
1: that might be, that's like, that's like asking a parent, why do they talk a lot about their child? Oh, damn.
0: Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty good, actually. That's like yeah. a very correct answer. Yeah. Uh, why would, why would we not talk about cryptids is a better question. Why? Okay.
1: Well, as an alternative queer person living in the United States of America in 2019, why might we be interested in outcast weirdo creatures who live in the woods and terrify people? Damn. Why would I'd we connect in... with those and love all of them and assign personalities to things that were seen in the 70s? In this video essay, I will. In this podcast essay, I will show why Actually, gay culture is associated with cryptids. Actually, that's pretty
0: good. Like, I, yeah. I, I think we should maybe uh, bottle and sell that one. Like, bottle and sell that It's time for idea. you to uh, whip up a video essay about how gay the people love communi- cryptids. The queer, yeah, the queer community queer people love cryptids. Love cryptids. Yeah. Uh, that's a great idea.
1: Actually, yeah, I love cryptids. So of course, I'm. Anyway, her, yeah. Anyway. Copyright on that. No one else can do that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Copyright. Asriel Erickson, 2019. I
1: I, I declare copyright. I declare bankruptcy. (laughs) (laughs) That's how that works.
0: That's how it works. uh, You just declare it. Somebody told me once that if you want to copyright something, all you have to do is have a legal date when the idea was... Was come up with so you write down on a piece of paper. I may have said this on this day, and then uh-huh. you sign it and shit, and then you put it in the mail. Mail it to yourself. It gets there the next day, mm-hmm. and then it's like now I have legal documented proof. Isn't that a good idea?
1: That is a really good idea. So anyway, we're after Can't this is to over, we're that. gonna take
0: the SD card that we're recording this on, and we're yeah. gonna just mail that to ourselves. So fuck all of you who want to steal our idea. We, uh, it's kind of weird to talk about cryptids because you know one might say uh what are you just going to talk generally about them or like i i don't know i think that there's two levels to it where it's like the big level of it is that there is um i guess i don't know if i'm making sense (laughs) doesn't matter yeah the the big level is like a question of existence like whether well, the things yeah. exist but then like a bigger level in my opinion is like what those cryptids mean to the culture that uh kind of identified them and mm-hmm. and what they kind of meant there because uh, nothing nothing means nothing and uh i do believe generally in some sort of collective consciousness where we all kind of vote on things without knowing about it like mm-hmm. you know um Speaking of cryptids, you know, like Lady Gaga is popular. Uh, that is something that everybody decided upon without uh, yeah. knowing that they decided that.
1: Yeah, no, everyone had to make the group decision subconsciously that, oh, yeah, no, that person's famous. I'm going to talk about that person. I'm going to think of them.
0: Right, and that's why we're still talking about Lady Gaga when yes. we're not talking about, like, other people. Yeah. Even though, like, okay, that's like a whole other rabbit hole and I don't want to get down it. But my my point is that, like, okay you know, the the area of the Appalachians where like the Flatwoods monster was seen, like yes, the reason yes, that is picked yes, up some kind of traction and is is believed uh by people is because of that sort of collective consciousness thing where we're all thinking the same thing but nobody mm-hmm. wants to address it. Yeah. And because of that underlying reason we're into cryptids, which is I guess my point with the whole cryptids being queer culture stuff, because I don't know an awful lot of queer people that dislike cryptids. I think everybody in the queer community is just like cryptids. Hell yeah. Yep.
1: And um, I've literally not met a single queer person who at some point did not mention cryptids favorably.
0: Exactly. And so it's like, everybody's talking about it. And I think it's because like collectively we have all kind of without vocalizing it, we've we've all all decided that this is something
1: that, is connected. Yes, exactly. Everyone has all come to the same decision at the same time that, you know, as a group it is a binding thing between, you know, queer people of the of obsessing about and making jokes about and loving these strange creatures.
0: So, there's a thing we like to do where we kind of um we just sort of make a list of cryptids and we just sort of go down the list and then we just kind of state our beliefs about that? Yes. Um and and our beliefs are weird and they change all the time and also they're nonsense. They have no religious attachment and they also have no attachment to uh reality. So when so when I, I say when I say something like oh Mothman absolutely exists <laughs> like 100%. <laughs> I'm not actually saying that Mothman actually literally exists and you can go hug him maybe he does bitch maybe he doesn't he's real for people he's but he's real for people and there are like diverse reasons why one would want to believe in something like that and i guess that's sort of the other thing to talk about so i think it's fun to speculate about the about the real world i mean that's kind of Mm -hmm. partially how one
1: ends up queer yeah because you're just questioning you you the world you, you question and you look outside of the bounds of what is seen as the full extent of reality and the full extent of the world you live in and then you like spend time investigating and getting enthralled in these little pockets these little subsets these little like slices of the world where it's like Oh, no, no, no. Things are still fascinating. Things are still exotic. Things are still new in ways that people don't even acknowledge.
0: Yeah. And, well, I don't know. I'm also of the opinion that people that live, like, a humorless existence where they're like, "Uh, no, nothing is real. Everything Uh, is in the confines of what I can see. And Mm -hmm. nothing is fun. And there is no fantasies. And... Uh, dreams are just things that happen in your brain and like all this stuff the people I, I who just spend generally th- think yeah. that that's a very
1: not fun way to live life yeah. the people who spend um, their time on the internet dropping in on like Christian forums and being like nothing happens when you die God is not real Christopher Hitchens is my father and <laughs> oh then my just, god yeah well and and you know it's like I they think they're
0: very they think they're doing the world a favor by yes. doing that but what they're actually doing is just making people Inhuman, or just it's it's being inhuman, it's uh, yes, it is to, being to like being human is to say that, yeah, I believe in this dumbass thing, like, yeah, I care about that. Yes, um, <laughs> that is the human experience. So, uh-huh. uh, that's sort of just something I've rallied against my entire career is just being like, everybody, you don't have to
1: hate shit, you can like things, um, and you, you can believe allowed. in stuff, yeah, and, exactly. Yeah, beliefs are okay to have.
0: Right. Um, so without further ado, let's go down the list. Let's name
1: some beliefs. Okay. Um, do you think that Bigfoot is real? Oh, absolutely. And I think he is physically real. Oh, okay. I <laughs> We're believe... just
0: getting right the fuck into it. I huh? believe
1: it is scientifically plausible that there is some kind of woodland ape creature. Well,
0: one would think there is a possibility of like one or two or three of those fucking things living... Uh, Just
1: out there somewhere. It's it's there's possible. weird shit out there. It's I mean, weird.
0: well, we find new species of dog shit in the fucking water every yeah. day.
1: How could it not um, the, How could it not be the exact same thing in the deepest, darkest parts of the woods that no one ever goes to?
0: Yeah, I've been on Facebook. I know that people be finding crabs that are like the size of my arm. Yeah, like I know about it. Uh, it's scary as hell.
1: You go into like a rainforest and you find three new species of bee every fucking week.
0: Yeah. And yeah. And it's like
1: oh is it possible is oh it's no but it's impossible that we there's just this other mammal over this continent <laughs> yeah and it's um, like a thing that's reported on every continent yeah people, everyone has one right and it's like and well i don't know
0: like and i also understand that a lot of accounts of things like this can be attributed to people like flying for attention or, or whatever seeing something or missing something which is kind of the story of like one of our favorite cryptids but uh but that doesn't <laughs> I don't know. I I don't think that that actually has any bearing to, like, th- I remember when I was a kid, mm-hmm. like, on the Discovery Channel, <laughs> there was just fucking a Bigfoot documentary, yeah. like, every th- at three to four hours playing on that station. Uh-huh. Like, people were fucking into it. People were fucking into it. Like, they were really into Bigfoot as a concept. Hell yeah.
1: Bigfoot's great.
0: Yeah, and I also know that it is uh largely a hoax, but it's such a plausible uh thing, thing that it just like it sits right on the cusp of plausible deniability. Mm-hmm. Uh so it's I don't know, it's kind of up in the air, but uh I I kind of also I'm like sort of right there with you on mm-hmm. Bigfoot. I kind of also think that Bigfoot is probably maybe a little bit real. Yeah, exactly. Or some iteration of I'm some not, kind of thing yeah, that I'm resembles not, the Bigfoot mythology. I, yeah,
1: just I am not directly saying that you know the bigfoot is this like is basically is basically like Tarzan where he's just like this giant monkey man but he's like an intelligent weirdo who lives in the woods like then the the full logical leap of the, of a conspic- of the right. idea of Bigfoot no but I believe that it's very possible that there's an upright walking very hairy mammal who lives in the deep American rainforests well okay and, like, walks the other thing is right.
0: isn't isn't Bigfoot an appalachians thing
1: it's uh appalachians and in like the uh, northeastern united states
0: well see that's significant too because the appalachians are a very weird place and i guess Mm -hmm. that's something to get into with with cryptids like this is a this is a settled world that was kind of happening around the same time as places like jamestown and shit Mm -hmm. so it's sort of a separate american myth uh, compared to like the traditional American myth, like they had a completely different idea of like what witchcraft was Absolutely. Uh, during the time of the Salem witch trials. Like they were not remotely involved in that kind of America. Mm-hmm. So their mythology on like what a witch is and how one becomes a witch and how all of that works is 100 percent different than the puritanical North. It's this big area where there's a lot of cryptids, uh, cryptid myths come out of there. Weirdly. And they they mean something different uh, to a lot of people. Um, It is this kind of weird, unexplored area of the United States. Like, oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. Are you sure? (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) Oh my god. Oh, oh my
1: god. Are you okay? Oh fucking shit.
0: Oh my god. This is so bad.
1: That's so bad, Cindy.
0: Oh god. Cindy did a did a very smelly act.
1: <laughs> In the litter box that is unfortunately very close to where we are currently sitting.
0: Like she did a, a fucking sin. <laughs> oh, my oh my god. god.
1: Oh uh, my Jesus. That's what, you know what?
0: That's what you get. You ask for your cat back. Your cat comes back and leaves a stinky shit in your apartment.
1: (laughs) It's like, it's very charming for the first day when your cat's back. Cause you're like, Oh, the magical fairy being is back. And then you realize that no, she's actually a little food goblin who, who poops too often. Oh,
0: God. the <laughs> Appalachians. Um, <laughs> the Appalachians
1: smell a lot like cat shit right now.
0: Yeah. Also, we're hearing some pretty intense meows. Come here, Cindy. Cindy. <laughs> Cindy, come. Meow. <inaudible> <inaudible> oh, here we go. Here she comes. She's here loud right she now. She
1: comes, hey. my angel.
0: Yeah, we got a nya I got one. We got a
1: yeah.
0: Yes, thank you, bitch. Um, That's the least you can do. <laughs> yeah, for real. For leaving us with this horrible, horrible trench foot smell. <laughs> so that area of the United States, the like Appalachian Mountains, is very un, like unexplored territory. Because yes. uh-huh. uh, a lot of the people that have lived there, it's like a generational thing. They have like a completely different idea of like like ghosts and demons and all kinds of shit they have Mm. completely differing uh ideologies on that and like what how that exists what happens there and how all that works and also it's worth noting that every single one of the beliefs that they hold is a belief that it's not like it isn't uh like us where we're like oh there's an emotional truth and that's the thing to believe it's more like literally physical uh, they, you know, they believe 100% in every single thing that they claim that anybody has seen. They're mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah, that exists. Uh, no matter what it is, without proof, they always believe it. And it is a giant part of their beliefs. Uh-huh. Oh, OK. Before we start talking about that, uh, it is worth mentioning that somebody sent us a Mothman plushie. Yes. What is the what is the company? Uh, Cryptids, Cryptids are, are everywhere, everywhere,
1: I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Cryptids on Instagram. On, in, on Instagram and Etsy. Etsy and on Twitter.
0: Yeah. Um, I believe. Yeah. Those people are wonderful. They sent us a little Mothman plushie. It's so... A little
1: demon plushie, some, uh, l- a Nessie pen, a really lovely card, and it was like... This is all so nice and it's so nice it's so 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 sweet um y'all should definitely visit them they were lovely
0: yeah um and also god i would love to work with those people fuck yeah like they're they're so creative but uh anyway so they sent us a mothman plushie so we wanted to give them a little shout but also uh mothman mothman so mothman's thing is like he is a sign of tragedy to come Mm -hmm. right uh do you believe in this uh Do you believe there is a man that is also a moth?
1: And he is, like, a weird protector of humanity? Well, I believe that the figure of the, um, like, either winged or generally flying force from the sky has been a part of human mythology forever. Well, of course. In every civilization, there has been the figure of this winged creature who comes from the sky to either communicate, do good things, or do bad things. Right, it's like an angelic it's an angelic figure. figure but it's existed since any form of recorded history and we can see that I believe that I believe there are two instances that are like seen as the the evidence of you know the moth man being a harbinger of misfortune or like a bridge collapsing and something else where it's yeah. like yeah it was like oh no he was on that bridge he was seen on that bridge or he was seen at that building before something bad happens and it's like I I believe that who People who saw Mothman, I believe they saw Mothman. Do I? Or at I be- least I believe they believe it. I absolutely believe that people believe in him, and I do believe that theoretically I could. I mean, I don't know. It's not the craziest thing I believe in, so I believe that there could be this this winged like entity that is can be seen at these things by some people. I believe that to be the case because these things have been seen forever.
0: And, well, and I guess that's an important thing to say about cryptids as well, is that they have existed forever. Like, people have thought about this shit forever.
1: If you think about it, angels are just really weird fucking cryptids.
0: And I also know that, you know, we live in the time of YouTube and everybody films everything. And yet, you know, we still struggle to have evidence of the supernatural. Yeah. uh, Which makes it more invalid in a modern time. Like, you would think that something like that would kind of expire uh, culturally now that we have you know receipts for everything but mm. i don't know i i guess part of me wants to hold out hope that oh, of that one day there will be some kind of documented something but i also prefer the fact that we can't get any evidence on the things because then it makes believing it feel more like belief and less like yeah, well exactly. here look here's the evidence here's um, the
1: wikipedia article and here's right. the cited sources it's now you hear this really interesting story and I think that's just an evidence for the human's love of a fable, of a, t- of a story that might be true or might not be. Right. It doesn't matter. It's a story like a friend or a family member would tell you. And it's yeah. like, wow, that's a really good fucking story. Right. And it's it's it's, humanity has always had a love for a story of an arc of characters, of parables, of heroes and monsters. And what are cryptids if it's not a modern day like fairy tale? These are not right. cultural stories that just came out of nowhere. They were like a myth that spread of wild became ubiquitous and then disappeared because that's how it kinda happens. Right. Those are our fairy tales. Okay. Well the so cr- it- the story of Mothman, the story of Bigfoot, the story of the Flatwoods monster, these are all like our our, um, our modern Our myth- modern our modern mythological figures. Right.
0: Um so okay, here's my uh my follow up question. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it's possible that Mothman is an alien? Yeah. <laughs> not a logical leap between uh, yeah uh, we we i don't know i was just trying to come up with like the the most bizarre angle to take there and i don't know i feel like that's uh, see okay well if you believe in fucking mothman just generally yeah. surely you can make the logical leap to go he's an alien from space like it's how much further <laughs> listen into...
1: listen it's not a logical leap because i also firmly believe in the existence of extraterrestrials and i wouldn't shake a stick at extraterrestrials haven't been here before yeah so, well and okay and to an extent with that too it's like well uh it's a big universe and shock and can you ever imagine the thought of like what well, nothing existing and nothing ever accidentally ending up here
0: well and that's another one of those myths where it's like it's been Painted for
1: fucking centuries that there have been aliens and shit. Yeah. They've been around. That things have been coming from the sky. UFOs have existed. We have talked to weird people from the sky.
0: Right. (laughs) And well, in so much of our. Religious myths are about how good things come from the heavens and bad things come from below.
1: So the idea of aliens, yeah, no shit, that's not a controversial. It's not that big
0: of a stretch. That one, that one is also. It's kind of like Bigfoot, where it's within
1: the proximity of belief. Yeah, where it's not. Um, It's not a very. It's of course there is the any like any like empiricist, you know, aka asshole (laughs) would say that, yeah, but you're still having to make a small logical leap. There's still a leap of faith inherent in that because there's no documented scientific evidence yeah but like but i mean it's not that can, far i don't man. know it's not isn't,
0: isn't love a small leap of faith and most yes. people believe in that yeah kierkegaard
1: would say so yeah so all like all things come are on. all most things in life are a leap of faith even though you having an opinion you having any form of hope or f- belief in anything is a leap of faith because regardless of whether or not there is empiric scientific evidence, you still need to choose to believe in something. Right. You choose to believe in that thing that has empiric scientific evidence. Right. Exactly. It, and that, and that's not trying to devalue your belief, trying to devalue what you believe, but that is what it is. It's a belief. Right. And like that's um, that's just the nature it's of. It's okay to have those beliefs. It's okay are to have beliefs. You don't. Beliefs it doesn't. Are okay. It doesn't make you better because you think you have the non-belief of belief. You have still right. have a belief.
0: Yeah hello everyone uh so if you're enjoying the podcast you should maybe consider supporting the podcast on patreon.com slash nick or patreon.com slash azrael erickson uh that is azrael erickson
1: a-z-r-a-e-l erickson
0: we do this show for for fun and for bonus content and for extra like just extra entertainment but the first episode actually did pretty
1: well for a first for a first episode of a pilot podcast that came out of absolutely nowhere yeah it did pretty goddamn. yeah good
0: as thing. of now it's at like 69 downloads which is pretty good which I mean that pretty, thing could pick up steam uh, nice yeah that thing could pick up steam pretty quick absolutely uh, and I hope that it does but mm-hmm. um it, hopefully you're listening to us on podbean uh which is our new home uh I guess yeah and which is fun um I, we're looking for like networks and stuff too absolutely. we're still kind of playing around with that idea but uh right now this is a pretty non-profit uh endeavor when we sat down to do a, pro- a podcast we didn't think oh this is going to make us a lot of money uh because i mean we're we we have not made any money or anything like on it it's, just it's literally decide- just a free thing we, we decided do. to
1: say what if we wanted to make a podcast and then we did and
0: so i don't know anyway so this has just been a brief advertisement telling you that if you want to help out uh patreon is the thing but you yep. certainly do not have to. Uh, we are just doing this for fun as of now. Um, let's talk about our favorite cryptid. Let's talk about our baby, the our Flatwoods baby, Monster. Our
1: baby girl. Oh, I, I think it also uh, needs to be stated from the uh, I should have stated this from the offset. I have both the Flatwoods Monster and the Mothman tattooed on each of my arms. Oh. They are proudly displayed on my forearms like my like my babies, like they and are my children.
0: I did. Them. Oh, yeah.
1: Also, May does most of my tattoo work. Yeah,
0: I, I... <laughs> picked up tattooing recently and i'm kind of great at it um but anyway yeah so i did the the flatwoods monster and the mothman mm-hmm. um but anyway yeah flatwoods monster oh my girl this is the one that's like the,
1: the weirdest
0: it's the weirdest it's probably the least plausible one it's super not credible it's at super all. F- probably fake it's but, so
1: horse horse hockey, but it's the funnest thing. I well, love it.
0: it's just the thing that I want to believe yeah, the most, exactly. even though it's the most impossible to believe.
1: It's the one that I just root for because I'm like, it is the silliest goddamn thing. It's like something that you would hear what people would use to make fun of people who believe in cryptids. They'd the be like, they believe
0: in shit like the Flatwoods Monster. Yeah, the story
1: is the most like,
0: and then I got abducted by aliens. <laughs> um, the Flatwoods um, Monster yeah. is an Appalachian myth. Mm-hmm. Uh, it has
1: been seen exactly one time. One goddamn time. It was seen by, and I quote, uh, four children at night in the forest while they were being accompanied by an older woman. Because... Oh wow. Okay, I didn't okay, know that. Okay, so here's the story of the Flatwoods Monster. Okay, go. I believe uh correct me if I'm wrong anyone. It was reported that up to, uh, like a red light shot over like shot like lowly over a farm mm-hmm. like in like a crashing way. There were like four kids there and like an older woman, I believe. I think they were like scouts or something. And then they're like, "Let's go investigate." And then they go out into the woods. They follow where like the the red light Was like supposedly supposedly crashing, right? Could have been a meteorite or anything. And then they get out there, and then they hear like weird noises. They hear like weird like, I think like screeching noises or something, like rustling. Very scary. Yeah, that I think they the group hears a noise to the left, and then they turn, and then out from the brush appears, uh, a. Um, how the fuck do you describe the Flatwoods Monster? <laughs> a a spade, a weird creature with a spade-shaped head, metallic claws, and it's wearing a dress. Uh, so basically just me. Basically just me. And they said I saw an alien with a weird space head, like spade head. It was stoing like a standing like a person. It had metallic claw hands. And it was wearing a weird like dress or uniform or something. Yeah. And then they saw it and then they ran away. Uh yeah. And, and that was it. And that was
0: the last that anyone heard of the Flatwoods monster. Or seen it. <laughs> yep. After um, that
1: they came back to look for it and of course they didn't find anything.
0: Right, and of course, it's it's picked up a lot of traction online because uh, basically the Flatwoods Monster is just the first trans lesbian.
1: Is this is the Flatwoods Monster is trans lesbian culture, and I think every person on Twitter will definitely agree with me. Yeah, um, the Flatwoods Monster is trans feminine
0: absolutely absolutely uh, i mean the the flatwoods monster is a fucking queen like a, we the, can agree to that The dress the
1: headpiece the skirt oh yeah it's just
0: like bitch you're so extra and how the, am i gonna keep up And the metallic
1: claws oh, oh bitch, bitch. like the met gala in here yeah for real so good
0: i didn't know that lady gaga could travel time didn't know she was that much of an icon <laughs> okay why and, do we keep bringing up lady gaga today Because she's an icon okay legend that's... and star <laughs> legend
1: us at the Flatwoods
0: Monster just snapping.
1: Us, us walking into the Appalachian forest. Bitch, bitch. It's like uh, when you like go like work. a try- It's like when you're trying to attract a cat. You go. Pss, 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 pss. Oh, that worked. Here oh my god, cat. cat's um, coming. But like to, to attract the Flatwoods Monster, you go. Bitch, <laughs> work. And then she she uh,
0: comes out and pumps. Oh, and she sachets into the forest, and then you see her, and then you turn around, and she's
1: gone forever. And if
0: she doesn't exist, you're saying, I don't exist, and that's bullshit.
1: That's fucking transphobic, Brenda.
0: Yeah, so basically, if you don't believe in the Flatwoods monster, you're transphobic. Um, Let's move on to the Jersey Devil.
1: Oh, uh, the Jersey Devil, the one that's, like, s- a bad cryptid. Mm-mm. It's just a monster. It's just a weird monster that says to live in the woods.
0: Yeah, I mean, well, okay, it's it's as believable as Bigfoot or any this of the is other true. fucking cryptids. Yeah, it's I just know. a thing that lives in the woods. It's I just weird. think I just think it
1: looks stupid. That lives in the Pine Barrens, right? The Pine Barrens in New Jersey. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it's it's what just a winged a winged beast, a it's, winged uh, cow suppos- beast.
1: Supposedly it has like hooves of a goat, the body of like a oh god, I think the body of a person, head of like a a head of a goat and claw hands. And wings like a demon.
0: It that reminds me of that bit in The Office where, uh, where Michael thinks that uh, the office is cursed. So he's like, we need to uh, decide to believe in something that isn't a Judeo-Christian God. Uh, okay, so what if we believe in something that has like the head of a lion and the body of a snake and the legs of a tiger? And he just like goes off on this like insane cryptid thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but basically when people describe the Jersey devil, I'm always just like, okay, so it's Cerberus, but not really. Yeah. Like, it's kind of that sort of myth.
1: Yeah. It's like the Minotaur. It's the Minotaur myth. Yeah. It's the Minotaur myth of like this, this, of this, this of a woman being visited by a mythological creature and be, and birthing a nightmare creature that gets trapped in something. Right. Which is
0: similar to the Wendigo as well. Uh, but mm-hmm. the Wendigo is one that I don't know if that's the, that might be the one that you don't talk about. But uh, the Wendigo is just an um, is just a, a Native American story. Yes. The thing is, like, I wonder it, uh, to what extent a lot of these myths circle around like making these places a little bit more intense sounding yeah. than they uh, are to try and get people to not. Hang out near there. It's kind of like the Cropsy myth. Yeah, exactly. Where they don't want people to hang out by the abandoned mental institution because it's quite possible that there are bad people that hang out there. Yes, but uh so they just come up with some fake thing. But it turns out that there is a truth. There's it. a basis in truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like it might be the exact same thing. Yeah, absolutely. With like the Jersey Devil. Yeah,
1: I'm sure, and I and I'm fairly and I'm sure that there is like a correlation between assigning a. Uh, a big creature or a monster that lives in these places to, be, like, to explain why when you go there you're scared, why you hear weird noises to explain it away because then you can go, oh no, that's just that, so we gotta get out of here because that's what it is. Right. It, and it, if you it's, don't know what it is, that's a thousand times scarier.
0: It, it's something that makes the mystery of the area tangible. Yeah. So, it I don't know. A represent- it has a
1: physical representation of the mystery and so it's like, a, oh, it's just that. Right. It's just Mothman. It's just the Jersey Devil. It's just Bigfoot.
0: Yeah. Um it's funny the the play- the Appalachians have this like this really fun idea for like what the m- the witch myth is. W- uh, like a woman decides to abandon the, you know, Judeo-Christian values or whatever, or abandon Christ or whatever. So they oh, go yeah. up on a hill with a shotgun uh-huh. and they fire it into the sky like shooting God uh-huh. uh, every night for three nights. And then the devil appears to them with a book. They sign the book and then they live a, a blissful, but short uh, life outside of uh, like American culture. Mm-hmm. It's like a serious rebellious act, yes. which is like the big, in, like the big significant thing about it.
1: In a way it's a reverence. Uh, it's a playfulness energy towards the idea of rebellion of, living outside of social bounds
0: but I guess that brings us to one of the more fun things which is like angels and demons, devils Mm -hmm. Uh, do you believe in in such things my dear?
1: I believe that the entities that one might associate as angels or demons I would believe in them I would say that they spiritually exist but I would say that they are not these beings that are like literal evil
0: causing Yeah, literal
1: things. or or angels are these perfect shining white beacons of god. No, I don't right. believe that that's what it is. I believe that these are just entities.
0: representatives for like some greater being.
1: Yeah, these are just representatives for something and or for some people, for some entities, but I don't believe that they are in the Judeo-Christian sense these warriors that are like surrounding us at all times and are like the deciding factor in everything. And well, and that, 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 that
0: to me that has always felt like propagandizing. You know, it's like yeah. you make a big a imaginary war happening around you and oh, it's yeah. like yeah you gotta pick a side uh, to this, this imaginary war, war when when in reality it's like
1: there's not a war
0: there's not really yeah it's like I don't really feel like that's true but there no. is definitely that that sort of like struggle between good and evil it's like mm-hmm. uh, Henry Powell in, in Night of the Hunter with the hands uh, oh yeah you know, the biggest human myth is that there's, like, love and hate or, or um, good yeah. and bad. That there, and is and a gr- like...
1: that there is a good universal force that is always acting in your favor, always right. doing good, always the perfect ideal of existence, and then the other half is, like, debauchery, is chaos, is pain, is misery. Right. And it's these to are, personify... Yeah, it's um, to personify the negative and positive aspects of life.
0: Right. It's to personify, um, like, good and evil. It's to personify morality. Yeah, of course. Pers- uh,
1: per- the personification of morality, the the con- the making of ideas and emotions and all of that concrete and physical has always been a part of human belief. What are other cryptids? Oh God, um there's the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Oh yeah, those uh, the 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 sentient appearing where it's just a head on very long legs and it's just <laughs> and it's like one of the few cryptids where its evidence is a video of it, which is Wait, pretty neat. Wait, what? Oh, yeah. I've never seen that. You've never seen the Fresno Nightcrawler video, no? Baby, you need to Google that. It's okay. actually very kind of compelling because, like, it's weird what what it is. So there was a show on I think it was a Discovery Channel or National Geographic where it was like it's trying to prove like evidence of cryptids to be fake or not. It was like it would look at alien recording, UFO footage if it right. was fake, or look at bigfoot footage see if it was fake. And they tried to recreate the Fresno Nightcrawlers and they could not.
0: This is very strange.
1: Yeah, just click on yeah the Fresno Nightcrawlers. This one? Yeah. Okay. Oh God, that's that's awful.
0: Oh my God. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This Uh, is very good. This is very good.
0: It looks like an invisible person wearing a cape. Yeah. Weird. Weird. I have never heard of that. You've Uh, never heard of the Fresno Nightcrawlers. Yeah, (laughs) no, I've never heard of that until like just now. You're welcome. Yeah, uh, so I don't know. Uh, the The point is, there, we, we kind of talked briefly about a lot of things like very quickly, but I hope that there's at least some insight gained, or at least in uh, sort of the way that I know about these things, the way mm-hmm. that I know about these regions. And I do encourage people to like do their own research if they find
1: it interesting. Yeah, of course. Um, cause just because base- it's fine. I because mean, honestly, the most... Because obviously we're not like being like a buzzfeed unsolved with it where i pull the name of a cryptid out of a hat and then i go in 1989 right D- debbie reynolds
0: <laughs> debbie reynolds interesting choice um
1: anyway yeah so we're just literally just going hey well hey about that cryptid how do you feel about that and then you know i'm like i don't know dog i don't know a damn thing about that cryptid. And Sounds I go, fun. and then just go there it is and she goes wow Wow. Wow.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I just, I I like the idea that the world is weirder and more complicated than I think that it is in my brain. Yeah. Yeah. I prefer that. I prefer the world. I
1: prefer the world to be a much more weird, abstract, and, uh, and obscured thing than one might just be able to perceive with their eyes. Because if you generally believe that the world is just concrete, busted by, and walmart sales then i think you might have lost all childish wonder of the entirety of the world yeah
0: i don't know i i like to believe that there's some sort of like fun fantasy that exists somewhere in the world because
1: i don't know it doesn't take a lot for like your brain to like register like animals that just look kind of weird
0: like imagine
1: imagine do you you do realize that two ancient Europeans who might have traveled to Africa seeing a rhinoceros might have would made have them go. Would have fucked them up. Would have fucked them up. They'd have been like, yeah. what is that armored horn monster? Right. And, and it's like, to us, I don't know, I would imagine that there's still many things in this world that are wondrous and mythical. The world is in, big
0: and you're not always watching. Exactly. You know. Um, it's and a, that's it's sort a, of the
1: fun thing. It's a really big myth that you're like, well, there's 7 billion people. How could you miss something? Well, and here's
0: my fucking hot take. Ooh. Our cat has been missing for a month and we found her outside of our apartment. Yeah. Which means that she was hiding somewhere around here, probably right out of sight somewhere. We couldn't see her. For a month, and we didn't see her. And y'all motherfuckers are trying to tell me that there is no fucking way uh-huh. that Mothman, <laughs> that
1: Mothman can't be a hidden thing that you couldn't theoretically find. Like, like, like it's like, well, how could we not just find a Bigfoot if we're looking for him? Like, do you know how big that war- the world is? What are you gonna yeah. do? Look at every fucking tree? Yeah, exactly. Check it's... every cave. You can't.
0: Yeah, I mean. It's it's a very weird, big, and complicated world, and I think that it's a lot more interesting and a lot more fun mm-hmm. to embrace that than exactly. to than ignore to say it, it or deny say it. it.
1: Yeah, exactly. To firmly believe that the world exists only from the confines of how you write, what you can see through your windows.
0: Very recently, Azrael and I saw what we think was a ghost
1: oh yeah no we saw a ghost
0: and it fucking blew our minds and we both saw it and Mm -hmm. we both knew what it was it was it's kind of a famous ghost around here we both saw it we know that we saw it yes um and there there's like mysterious circumstances involved so azriel why don't you go ahead and tell it
1: so this was an incident that happened when me and may visited her old college because on said college campus, right outside of it, in a parking lot, like, offset of a parking lot in, like, a sports field, there is a graveyard for children.
0: Like infants.
1: Like babies. Unnamed infants. Unnamed infants.
0: Uh, it was, there was a home for battered women, and this was the cemetery for that, so a lot of women would go there. Um, and they'd either, you know, been battered and their, their babies just died, or they you know got abortions yeah and then so but they had to bury them in graves and shit so it's because kind I'm, of this, because i
1: think that was like the law at the time i'm sure yeah i'm yeah. sure it was yeah
0: um and then this building ended up getting uh like burned down by an angry mob yeah. who went after <laughs> everybody who was in it um yeah. and it was like a whole big thing but then they they the cemetery is still there It's a very spooky area because there's literally no trees in it. and Well, there's one tree in it, but it's always perpetually dead. It's very scary. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's in the middle of... Like, it's completely surrounded by water, except for one tiny little entrance area. And
1: that's a... Yeah. So... Yeah. Okay. So we were walking to this graveyard because you're like, we are, we are looking for spooky things, we want to explore spooky things, let's go. What if we see a ghost? Ooh, very fun. So we go, we cross a bridge, and then we start climbing the like paved path up a little slight hill to go to turn and go into the graveyard, like which is like kind of buried in the woods and then the river around it. so. At the same time, me and May both see a person walking across what looks like the tree line. Yeah. And we both saw someone who appeared to be wearing black and holding a cylindrical object in their hand. Well they had a they were wearing entirely black. Yes. We could see their face kinda Yeah, of. like kinda of like a white a white face. face. And
0: then um they had like on a black hat. Yeah. As well. Yeah.
1: So they and, were just dressed all in black. Yeah, and they were
0: carrying a, a like a candle. Yeah, or like a lamp, or something. Or something. Something it that seemed was making, like a candle to me.
1: Something that was making light.
0: Right. So we kind of stood back, assuming that they were probably doing some sort of thing. You know, who knows the rituals of people? Um, I mean, also,
1: you know, it's not exactly a far conclusion because it's a graveyard full of children.
0: But it's also a not very well-known location yes. in our area. Uh, not a lot of people... I uh, Every time I've ever been there, it's been completely empty. Yeah, I've never known anybody who knew about it. Uh, I learned about it from a newspaper, and that's when I ended up going. Uh, and then when I ended up Googling it, somebody you know, had a very similar story to ours. Mm-hmm. So we see this person. Uh, we come up over the hill, and, and we immediately go, oh... So this person's going in there before us. That sucks. Maybe we should not go in. Yeah. Uh, because we don't want to disturb them. What if, you know, this is a long family member, like a long lost family member or something. Yeah. And they're... Um, you know, honoring that person
1: because it's possible that this could have been a person who is in mourning for a child. You know, right? And that would be so fucking terrible for if, us to just if trapeze us in there thinking
0: that we're ghost hunters or oh, some bullshit yeah. to just go stumbling in there to see some wacky, weird, scary shit, um, which you know wasn't our aim at all. No, no, no. Uh, we mostly just wanted to, you know, respect the area and it be kind of this uh, just to respectfully piece visit of history. It. Yeah. Um, this interesting piece of history and this kind
1: of, uh antiquated place yeah so we like hang back for a minute because we're thinking okay let's try and give them a little bit of time to do whatever they're going to do and before we go in and before we're going to go in we're going to go up and be like hello is it okay if we enter and like look around right so we just after a minute of just standing around waiting we just decide to climb the hill fully and just like walk to the graveyard and then we're walking we're walking and the entire time we're walking it just kind of it just kind of gets more and more clear that there's no one in the graveyard
0: yeah uh which is horrifying because as we're walking into it we're like expecting somebody and their candle you know this person and so we're we're even like saying words to them we're like we're like hello hello?" we're gonna be coming in so we don't want to scare you uh, we're just people, we're just innocent people, we're just walking by, and we and don't want to disturb you.
1: And there's not a soul.
0: Yeah, not a fucking soul.
1: There's no one in the graveyard. And it's a
0: small graveyard. It's a small graveyard. And <laughs> there is no way that this person was not walking into the graveyard,
1: because there's only one way in and one way out. And bordering the entirety of all three sides of it is a line of dense foliage, and then a river, and a river. Right, that's it. So, and of we... course,
0: the myth that exists about this cemetery is that people see a woman in mourning, uh, carrying a lantern or a, or a candle, uh-huh. into the uh, cemetery, but not ever out. Yeah. So walking um, into it, that's the thing that people believe. That's the quote unquote ghost people believe in. Yes. Uh, and it's at like a certain time, and I don't know if we hit the certain time or something. I don't know. It's just a, it's a silly myth, but. Um, when we got in the cemetery and of course looking around making 100% sure that there's not somebody in there Mm -hmm. um, we go into the (laughs) cemetery
1: and sitting on a headstone no 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 okay so here's fuck okay so here is unfortunately how the cemetery is laid out it is a gigantic mostly empty field aside from like a series of five big headstones right like a couple of big headstones and then some like just some plates of like nameless child just a, like a row of those right and like those monuments are like a like a mass effigy to a lot of kids <laughs> right and, and and it's like directly in the middle of the fucking field off to the left a little bit is like the main marking stone yeah and the closer we get we see that there are things sitting on that mark stone literally none of the other ones just just all that, on that one and on that marking on that marking stone, there are a bunch of toy cars, a bunch of dolls, toys that you would leave to on a kid's grave, and then but on the a top,
0: fucking candle,
1: a half-burned prayer candle.
0: Yeah. So, like that is fe- it's feasible that that is the size of the thing that we saw that that person was holding, and it was flickering as if it were a candle or a like kerosene lamp. Yeah, and. So we became absolutely fucking
1: terrified. Yes. Uh,
0: and ran away.
1: We ran away because we were terrified we were going to have to deal with the spirit world.
0: We, we were scared that we were going to have to deal with a fucking ghost this evening.
1: And we didn't exactly want to get close to one. So it's funny. We see
0: this person and we're like, person, cool. And then person disappears and we're like, why did that person disappear? How strange. Mm -hmm. Then we enter the place, see their stuff, and we're like, oh, that thing we saw, that person, was Was probably a fucking ghost. We saw a fucking ghost. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, skeptical, I suppose, Uh, but... Not really. That was really? fucking definitively scary as shit, and there's nowhere that person could have gone unless they jumped into the water and went swimming.
1: Unless we would have heard a fucking splash. Yeah. Of someone for no reason at all jumping into the goddamn river to leave a graveyard. Well, and
0: very frequently people have seen somebody there. Uh huh. Very frequently. Very bizarre to go, oh yeah, I know this place. It's just, you know, myths, whatever. And then go, oh, somebody. And then we go in there and we go, oh, we saw the ghost. Oh, we the saw the, thing the everybody ghost sees. of the
1: graveyard. We've seen yeah, it. Yeah,
0: we've seen the ghost of the graveyard. Holy shit. And if we, we had just, a phone that like, we
1: could have taken a fucking picture of it because it was yeah. just a person it on was, the tree line.
0: Yeah, it was literally a person on the tree line. We could have done it. And if we ever go back and we see that person again, I'm going to take a motherfucking picture. picture.
1: And then I'm going to be like, I found proof of ghost. Here it is. I found proof of ghost. You're welcome, America. So
0: this is a whole ass podcast.
1: Yay, we did it. This is episode two. Episode two. We cryptic. did it. Spooky things and what they mean.
0: Yeah. Um. Oh. If this is the kind of content that y'all crave, we could probably tackle. We could
1: do a lot more of these because this is the thing we love to do. Oh,
0: God. We could talk about it for hours. And so, we do and very we do, often. Obviously.
1: We were just right. We were all. We're always ready and equipped to talk about cryptids or ghosts for an hour and a half.
0: Yeah, when the idea hit us, we were just like, "Fucking okay, easy. Give me a microphone. Yeah, hand me the microphone. Let's get it." So, uh, we want to thank you uh, for listening to the Wives Podcast. That's with two V's. Don't forget,
1: like the movie The Witch, the best movie of the last two thousand years. (laughs) Um, we the we are your wives. That is me, Azriel,
0: and I'm May. Um, We encourage you to download the podcast um, and, you know, like us on Podbean or like us on
1: whatever, Whatever, retweet us, whatever, retweet us on Twitter. We're just getting started. So we could definitely
0: use the assistance. Yes.
1: And uh
0: we're also looking for channel art like we're oh, looking God for yeah. podcast art we're looking for we're like yes. brand new like we we just we started recording before we started getting our shit together yes which is a pretty good thing to do actually yeah so we we, you we can s- kind of iron out the
1: We've details curr- later we're currently using just f- people who's do, drew fan art of the flatwoods monster right which is pretty damn cute
0: it is. Um, it's too flat what's monsters. It's too flat what's monsters. I, I kinda want to stick with that. And then I think if there was just a logo over it, I yeah, think that would be, be really, really cool. And perfect. the perfect font, so that would be really cool. Yeah. But, but anyway, yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, uh, so we'll see you in episode three. See you in episode three, y'all. Uh c- support us on Patreon if you can. Uh that would be really cool. That's patreon.com slash Nick Spears or patreon.com slash Azrael Erickson. Mm-hmm. Uh and we'll catch you next time we
1: are your wives drink water